bite. <sighs> Did you seriously just say, let's start our engines? Yeah, let's get this show running. Yar, yar, yar. Ah, uh, I'm ready. You got to warm up there, Richard. <laughs> got to get the pirates so Got to exercise the uh, golden pipes. Could you exercise whatever it is that's making the uh, echo? Yeah. The audio. Really, right? I got the volume turned up too high. Yeah. Yeah, let's. It's his first show. Give him a break. Uh, yeah, it's his first show, all right. Do me a lemon, you two. Lemony lemons. Excuse me? He's warming uh, up. That's all he's doing. Warming it's, up. It's an exercise. It's a voice exercise. You, lemons. 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 Uh, uh, you're warming Yar. up your voice? Yeah. Yeah. Rubber baby bubby. <laughs> See, I can't even do it. <laughs> Rubber baby buggy bumpers. You guys, you guys say that a few times in a pirate voice. You just gotta drink rum. <laughs> That's true. I'll hit what? Phil pulling up. He Lots knows where rum. to get the rum from. Oh lord. He knows. He knows what direction you should go. He is a schooled drunk. And they. Uh, they are hard to come by. I mean, if you want somebody who knows what they're talking about, Philip only. I have to agree with you there. I mean, I, the man knows his if, onions. If you need to know booze, know Phil Poling. That's that's all I gotta say. <coughs> He's on top of that uh, pile, if you will. He's no, on that's bad. No, that's bad. What, what? Fuck! I can't think of it right now. Mm. Well, use your words. I can't. Plus, I got a cough. Oh, yeah. You might want to mute before you do that. If we're live. Oh, we are live. We've been yeah. live for like five minutes. Mm. Yes. I was paying attention this time since he tried to trick me last week. He tries to trick us every week. Arr. And usually we fall for it anyway, even though we know it's coming. Hey, not this week, though. This week, Richard outsmarted Chris. I'm writing that down in me diary. Me diary. In me diary, you scurvy. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. October yeah, here we go. 7th, 2018, outsmarted Chris. Smiley face. There we go. <laughs> wait a minute, let me get out mine. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, hold on. Richard is a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Rapier. Hold on, here's my turn. Oh, I right, Steve's got it. Day one thousand seven hundred and fifty-three. Chris and Richard remain douchebags. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Just saying. Wow. Steve has come out of the game. Wow. I still wow. remain the star of the show. I don't know why I continue. <laughs> that to be true. Let me get back to mine. <laughs> Steve <laughs> needs to go away as co-host. No Chris more Steve. Should hit the bong again 
and leave the broadcasting to the pros. Frowny face. <laughs> I just imagine that you really actually are writing this shit down. <laughs> it's all acting, Steve. I'm using yeah, no, the miracle really of imagination. Richard is shit emoji, shit emoji, shit emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody keep a diary anymore? Uh, I think teenage girls do. But I, I think pretty, it's online I was, now. I, I was pretty oh, sure yeah. that you do. Yeah. He's I a little like a teenage girl. Or are I you talking about me? I was talking about you. Oh, no, I don't keep a diary. I thought you did. Uh-uh. <laughs> Unless it's worth something to somebody I, I else. Thought, I, I, thought, no, I Seriously, I thought you were like Indiana Jones or something. Like they no. actually felt like you were that important to the world. Well, I am, but I don't. But you're not. Down. You're really not. It's kind of a big deal, though. People yeah. know him. People know me, Richard. No one is going to give a shit that he skipped from his car to the fucking Goodwill to pick something up. He didn't like jump out of the way of a freaking huge round boulder coming down at him. Like he didn't open the Ark of the Covenant. Do you imagine him with like one of them curly mustaches in those stores? He's I never he's like, like, like he's never gonna be like the guy that makes it to the Templar night in the fucking little place with the goblets and would choose wisely. That's never gonna be Steve. He doesn't need to. He already, you know, bribed the guard to give him the cup for like ten cents. And he's put it on <laughs> Steve Bay for like fifty bucks. Because the guy wanted an original Pong. That Holy Grail thing is a total waste of time anyway. It only grants limited immortality. And we've all got limited immortality. Yeah. <laughs> so how come the dude was still living? Oh, you call that living? Stuck in a cave for like 3,000 years. The only thing you've got it's for company of, of the cops. Kind of Do you think he drew little faces on his He's, he's still alive, though, right? It's not really living. <coughs> I bet he talked to them as well. I bet they all had names. In your Mr. little fantasy. Yeah, well, I'm giving it the old imagination, Chris. I want to try exercising it. <coughs> and Richard jerked off in all the little cups. <laughs> Why would Choose I wisely. There was like a hundred cups there. That would take ages and it would dry out. That's right. It's basically Choose just wisely. After the fifth time, anyway. That didn't make know. any sense. You never know what's going to be in there. I'm going to sit this one out. You think so? <laughs> you buy no. one out, Steve. <laughs> Steve, we're, we're starting with jizzing in the Holy Grail. It can only go up. <laughs> Yeah, no, right? That's right. <laughs> it's only one direction it goes from here, Steve. Come on now. Jesus wept. That's all I've got to say. He did? <laughs> he did. Oh, uh, he's gonna. Listen, I mean, I've said it before. I will say it again. If, if the creator, God, whatever you want to call it, doesn't have a sense of humor, there's a problem. I well, there's think no there's other a reason. I think there's a limit to how much of his sense of humor you can. No, 
no, I, no, I in the Holy Grail no, was probably so. not very funny to him. Why not? If there Definitely were a Holy like, Grail. He's like omnipotent, isn't he? So he already knew I was going to make that joke, and he didn't stop me. So, oh, Well, you're right. So it's not that he's, bad. So he's totally cool with it. I mean, Steve, That's, you're really looking at things the wrong way. Mm. <coughs> Whatever you say. Think about it, Steve. Think about it. Oh, I've been thinking. What, 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 have you been, what have you been thinking, Steve? He's thinking it's too hard to get a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been thinking about that for the last, what, six years, so. It's only I've been, only been doing it five, so. Yeah, well, I it, it's thought. not bad. He was thinking <laughs> about it here in advance. <laughs> no, 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 he, he just feels like it's been that long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> horrible. So, um, Richard, you're all you're all uh, ready, researched. You hire me, hearty. What? No, stop. No, I can't, I can't talk to you like a pirate. I can't. Well, you should try. I tried I a German. Accent. I have no, I have no respect for you. You have no respect for me when I'm not doing the pirate voice. So, no, that's not true. That's totally not true. Right, I well, do I have no, but I do have no respect for you with the pirate voice. But you can continue to do it. Um, Thanks, me hearty. And I'll continue to have no respect for you as you do the pirate voice. Yeah. Well. So, but you, but you're all ready to go. Aha! I got ah. it all on me word pad. Aha! Ooh. Word pad. Ooh, look at him go, Steve. I stopped writing it down because I was getting a fucking cramp. <laughs> there were word pads involved, Steve. Well, M were there hmm. mechanical pencils or regular pencils? Uh, Welcome Wright. to 1987. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so pens? Yeah. Uh, use pens. So you couldn't, like, you know, you had to cross stuff out. You couldn't erase anything. Oh, yeah, you just cross it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I gave up on trying to uh, to uh, uh, title the episode this week. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot we can go around. That's right. With it. Okay. You ready, Richard? I know how much you love these. I do. You do. I do. You ready? Go for it. This is the forty and slip. Episode 45, Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <A> new low. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't put, like, Man of Mystery behind that or something? Nope. 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 That's how you get Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> <sighs> Riding at the zero. Riding at the zero. <laughs> Someone posted... I don't know who it was, but uh, posted on the show last week. I think it was on last week's show. If you guys keep doing shows like this, you'll never hit zero. It's like, motherfucker, we don't even get like 200 views on this fucking piece of shit anymore. Yeah, We have been on a roll lately. I mean, the last few shows have been really fun. So They have been a lot of fun. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that they haven't been, but it's just hilarious to me. 
what people think, you know, should be that just so isn't. <laughs> but Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. Lay it on me. Bobby Dunbar. Who yeah. the hell is Bobby Bobby that guy? Bobby Dunbar. Well, Bobby, Steve. Bobby Dunbar was missing, and we're going to go to the moon and do all those other things. See, Chris is the host of the show, so he's allowed to do voices. I am. Richard and Chris I, just I left the building. I'm allowed to do... Wait, 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 wait. You're yeah. allowed to do any voice you want. This is your no, show. No, see, th this th this pirate voice thing has been a thorn in my ass. <laughs> well, yeah. In my ass. He can do it. He can do it all he wants. He can be his fucking yar har self all he fucking wants. He's very popular with the fans. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I <sighs> ruined disappointed because last week because because, because Richard, you know, God knows that the the fans of something always make the best decisions, <coughs> and I still hear a fucking echo from somewhere. Right. Can't be me. I've got the volume down, pumped down to its lowest. It is not me. Anyhow, Bobby Anywho. Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. So. Me fellow Fortean Slipites, gal around the fires for a new tale of woe and despair, a case that proves a happy ending is relative. The uh, fucking, no, a happy no ending would be fucking refreshing. <laughs> if I got fucking jerked off by a fucking Asian woman in a massage parlor, that would be refreshing compared to this dog shit that I get to listen to from you. <laughs> Are you done? Because I, I hadn't even started. Usually you wait until I start before you interrupt. But yeah. I hadn't even started the first paragraph there. Yeah. How about... Go ahead. Right. Bobby Dunbar. Okay. So the mystery of Bobby Dunbar is one that is almost more terrifying than a murder mystery. It is the story of a child lost and another likely taken from his mother and guardian to replace a lost boy. In that way, it is the story of two boys lost, one seemingly gone forever, and one taken and raised as another child. The story Bobby begins... Dunbar. Oh, come on, lad. Come on. I'm just repeating the guy's name because you didn't say yeah, it again. I know, I know, but like, if you can interrupt me, can you do it with something better than saying... No. No? Okay. Right. <laughs> Well, the story Bobby begins... Ah, oh, you are a fucking cock. The story begins... Bobby Dunbar! <laughs> I knew it was coming as well. The worst part. I was sitting there going, they're just going to do it again. Why even bother? Why even try? <laughs> they're just a couple of two small dick little tossers. Come on, I'm really interested in the story of Bobby Dunbar. Okay, so we're moving on. Hey, you the know what I really begins... want to start talking about tonight is David Polites. Oh, God. What did he do what? now? <clears throat> Nothing. Oh. No, I just, I just thought that, you know, we should talk about I that. I bet you he knows about uh, instead, Bobby, instead Dunbar. Of Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> oh, there it is again, you two. You two are on rare form. 
Okay, so the story begins on August 23rd. I'm just, no, I'm just calling the bluff. That's all I'm doing for the yeah. record. I'm, I'm calling the bluff. What bluff? I'm calling the bluff. Oh, you think just by mentioning his name, he'll turn up and throw a hissy fit? No, probably. No, I'm, I'm, I'm calling the bluff of Phil Poling, who said that uh, if they start talking about David Politi's, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) We're not talking about David Politi's. How about that four one one? Full of shit. Four one one bullshit. How about that? How about that, Richard? Didn't you do the research about four one one that I asked you to do? No, because you no. Okay. Bobby Dunbar. So, so the Rich, story Richard is fired as producer for not doing oh. what I asked him to do. What Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> I'm on paragraph two, guys. Okay, we've got a lot to get through. <laughs> Okay, the story begins on. You you fucked me with the pirate voice now. I'm completely zoned out. There's children that are missing. Yeah. Just the price of a cup of coffee. You too. Yeah. The story begins on August 23rd, 1912, when Percy and Leslie Dunbar took their sons, Bobby and Alonzo, on a trip to Percy Dunbar. That one doesn't work as well as Bobby Dunbar. Nah, I like Bobby better. Go on. In Louisiana, the family was from Opelousa, Louisiana. Wait, wait, wait. Louisiana? Yeah, Louisiana. That's how pirates say it. No. No, that's not how how they say it. (laughs) Oh, no. Continue. Louisiana. Louisiana. That's better. Carry on. That day, four-year-old Bobby Dunbar disappeared. Bobby Dunbar. (laughs) Vanished. Poof. In the wind. Born in 1908, Robert Clarence Dunbar, more popularly referred to as Bobby Dunbar, was the elder of the two sons of Percy and Leslie Dunbar, residents of Louisiana. In 1912, young Who's Bobby, Bobby his... Dunbar, verbal. Ah, fuck. <laughs> How do you shoot the devil in the back, Agent Coolion? Robert Clarence Dunbar. No, that doesn't sound right either. You're having fun. No. Riding the old Bobby Dunbar thing into the ground. <laughs> Just taking after you, Richard. With your pirate uh, The story I uh, heard about Bobby Dunbar, the one I really believed. <laughs> Bobby Dunbar disappeared. Bobby Dunbar. Right, yeah. In uh, 1912, young Dunbar, young Dunbar? Bobby, young Bobby and his younger brother Alonzo went on a fishing trip with their parents from about 40 kilometers from their home. On August 23rd, 1912, Bobby did not return for lunch with his family at the cabin that they were staying in. Apparently, being wandered off by himself, 
despite a frantic search by his parents. A four-year-old was not Nowhere's found. near the ocean. No. This be on a lake. That's and a four-year-old... On lakes, huh? ...was not found, and the authorities were called in. First, the local police and then the state police embarked upon a massive manhunt for the boy. They even caught and cut open alligators and burst dynamite in the waters of the lake in the hope that the that body would be dislodged. <laughs> they put dynamite in the lake when they thought the boy was in it. That's right. That's the way you do it, Steve. <laughs> Fucking stuns the kid. And the kid comes to service. I give up. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> I'm not going to let you cut that alligator open and have that little kid spill out all over the deck. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good one. Jules. Good one. In Louisiana. Yeah. I think they pronounce it Louisiana. Yeah. Louisiana. I'm just going by the what the British guy says. Louisiana. Near a lake, nowhere near the ocean, in a pirate in voice. A lake. In a pirate voice. Aye, but it makes, on a body makes, all, water. makes all the sense in the world. Bet you they caught a lot of fish with the dynamite, though. They probably did. Yeah. They they I'm pretty sure they caught the kid. <laughs> dynamite. Carry on. Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> so they used dynamite in the waters of the lake in the hope that his body would be dislodged and float up. However, all their efforts came to naught. The only possible clues discovered were a set of footprints of bare feet leading out to the swamps, heading towards a railroad trestle and some reports of an unidentified man lurking in that area. Resulting found footprints going to the swamp and out to a railroad trestle, so they Steve blew up the lake. Steve and I and a couple of other kids went down to the railroad tracks to see that dead body. We called it the Stand By Me weekend. Mm. I remember that weekend well. I know. It was beautiful. They even wrote a song about it. It's, it's, it I don't know if the song was about that, Steve. I'm but sure it was. Yeah. That, that special time where we saw the dead body. But you man, never have really friends can. like when you were a kid. It's mm -hmm. just just that one weekend, me and Steve. Mm -hmm. It's just you know, and I have two other friends that we don't remember. I do remember, I do remember the Raver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a sad day. It was very sad. It was bad. We lost Bobby Dunbar that day. Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. R.I.P. There were so many other people that we wished. Have been hit by the train. Richard Allen. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but well, yeah. no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, wow, Steve. That that was just unnecessary. His death upon him. Um, it's pretty much a weekly thing. Yeah, but you know, well, I do it once, and I there's, get usually, there's usually a good reason, Steve. You know, you're taking it from a really bad reason. Yeah. You got you to have a good reason. No, he'll give me one by the end of the show, I'm sure. Well, when that time comes, we'll judge you accordingly. And until then? Probably unjustly. Until then, Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. Bye.
right. What do we got? Yeah, so, you know, what happened it, to Bobby? Well, I was trying to get to that, but then you interrupted me with death threats and Bobby Dunbar. So, Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> so the, the footprints and shit, that ended in them de deciding he was abducted. So the disappearance of Bobby By Dunbar aliens? killed all the alligators and blew up the fucking lake. Oh, well, maybe he was abducted. Yeah. How many alligators died that day because Bobby Dunbar was missing? That's right. Probably all of them that were in the lake. The surviving alligators called it. This is why we fucking do it. Where was, was Peter at the time? Why didn't they? Everything. They didn't raise no fuss. Couldn't, we couldn't didn't find. Exist in 1912. We, could, we couldn't find fucking Bobby Dunbar. So you know what we did? We blew up the fucking alligators. <laughs> It was probably that. That's, that's the way you handle shit, Richard. That's right. That's how that's how we do it here in the States. You know, fuck around. Can't find this kid, blow shit up. We blow up the fucking goddamn swamp. <laughs> blow it all up. Can't find a kid, fuck alligators. Not like that there's bears and shit in Louisiana. There's lots of predators. That's right. But they just killed the alligators. So they are the most likely culprit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Can't trust an alligator. No. They cheat at poker. Okay. So, the disappearance of Bobby Dunbar made headlines and searches were conducted for eight months before police found a boy they believed was little Bobby Dunbar. They found the child in Mississippi. With Wait a minute, was he Bobby Dunbar or little Bobby Dunbar? This was little Bobby Dunbar. That right there tells mm. me it wasn't Bobby Dunbar. Well, if you're listening, this is a case. This is a case of it's little Bobby Dunbar. So, I mean, it can't possibly be Bobby Dunbar. It's little Bobby Dunbar. It is a mystery. So they found the child in Mississippi with William Cantwell Walters. Police arrested Walters and took the child, despite Walters' claim that the boy was not Bobby Dunbar. He said that the boy was, in fact, Charles Bruce Anderson, and that the boy known as Bruce was in custody with the boy's mother, Julia Anderson's permission. Okay. Walters... Did this guy open to see if he ate Bobby Dunbar? <laughs> no, because I had the kid. <laughs> Yeah, but it might not have been the right Bobby Dunbar. It was. I'm not going to let Bobby you Dunbar. split this man open and watch that little Bobby Dunbar kid fall out all over the deck. Now, it's important to note that kidnapping children carried the death penalty in these Ooh. days. Whoa. So police. Uh, it Whoa. Yeah, it should still, but it doesn't. Well, so depends. police yeah. probably thought that he was just making that up to avoid the death penalty. Well, well, Whoa. Whoa. So, uh, he said that the boy known as Bruce was in his custody with the boy's mother, Wayne? Julia Anderson's permission. Walters, upon being questioned by the authorities, claimed that the boy was Charles Bruce Anderson, the son of one Julia Anderson, who had granted him custody for a brief period while she looked for employment. Mm. According to him, Julia worked for his family as a field hand, and Bruce was his brother's illegitimate child. Uh, Aye, it's all getting convoluted. Yeah, the mystery deepens. Mm. Aye. 
Despite the town's residents corroborating Walter's story, he was arrested and the police took custody of the child. The Dunbars were summoned to Mississippi to try and identify the boy. It's important yeah. to note at this point that Walters was in fact hanged for this crime. Nice. So, damn. <laughs> Media reports on the identification are mixed. According to one version, the Dunbars, especially Alzon, Alonzo, the younger son, immediately recognized the boy. They made a positive identification after being allowed to keep him overnight and giving him a bath, citing the various moles and birth mark on the child. <laughs> they inspected the kid's body. Yar. <laughs> okay. The boy retur returned with the Dunbars to Opelous, where the entire town celebrated his homecoming with much fanfare, a parade. The boy was also gifted. Get a parade? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go missing for a little while to see whether I get a parade when I come you back. You will not get a parade, Steve. I bet you I would. You, you're not going to get a parade. I'm going to try it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Hmm. There will be no Steve Alcorn parade. I bet you someday there will be. They'll, yeah. they'll remember me in the annals <laughs> of history. They will. They'll be like, there's that thick cunt that fell for that North <laughs> <Lassie thing." laughs> Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> that was me changing the subject. Yeah. Not so funny when the things changed around on you, is it? Bobby Dunbar. So yes. Bobby Dunbar was the name of the episode. Richard Bobby I mean, you Dunbar live up to it. Bobby Dunbar. Returned to Opelous, Louisiana. He was given a parade in his honor, a new pony and a bike. Honor. Dormglasser. <laughs> I think we should look up old Norm. No. See if we can I, get I, him I, as I a guest. Know. Let's get him as a guest, Steve. That'd be <laughs> no. Come on, Steve. He, he probably won't where, even remember. Steve, where is your sense of fucking adventure on this one? <sighs> I say I we. Pulled. I, can't I say we have Norm Glasser on. We drag Matt Knapp on. <laughs> <laughs> Matt would uh, not not take pity on the man. I'm sure. Probably not, but it'd be fun. Yeah, be a I lot agree. of fun. Should I'd we tell a, him it's a hostile environment before? I'd, you have a, I'd have a good time. Why would we want to do that, Steve? <laughs> this is a discussion. It could go any which way. But loose. Yeah. Good movie too, yeah. I mean, you never know where we're going, Steve. Mm-hmm. We're all over the Bob place. Bobby Dunbar. We're up, we're down. We're side to side. Forwards, backwards. Steve, this is it's it's what we built ourselves on, Steve. That's right. That's right. You know, you Van with free candy signs on the side. No. Us as a show, you know, we just no. kind of let the, the conversation go where it may. Right? I did get some free candy today. Yeah. Circus peanuts. I thought so. They were free, though, and they yeah. are delicious. Listen, the, what that guy gave you outside of his fly, open fly, was not a circus peanut, Steve. No, this was not. Nothing it, to do with flies. It was a circus penis, maybe. <laughs> Bobby Dunbar! <laughs> and the goo that came out of Bobby it. Bobby Dunbar! <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Fourteen-inch circus penis. <laughs> Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> what does this have to do with Bobby Dunbar? Nothing, but you None fuckers of... keep interacting, interrupting me, and then changing the subject. Interacting. That's right. We keep interacting. It's part of what how to run a podcast. You interact. That's right. It would it, be boring. Steve and I are getting out of thought. Would you prefer that we let our thoughts, which are could be very much gems, just kind of fall flat? On the floor, Richard? Uh, I'm just trying to think of any gems that have ever oh, been sent. Look, look in your little satchel, you fucking pirate. <laughs> Shut Yarr. the fuck up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, gems. Can't, yeah. can't think of any specific instances, mm. but they do happen. Uh, so, mm. while... Uh, while the uh, the Dunbarers be convinced at this point that this child be theirs, Julia Anderson also made her way to Mississippi to plead her case. Depending on which reports from the time are to be believed, the Dunbarers and the younger son Alonzo recognized Bobby immediately or took him in overnight and confirmed he was their son after the giving the boy the bath. Julia was also given a chance to identify the boy. She had not seen the child. That's right. After, after they gave him a quote-unquote bath. All these people bathing him. Oh yeah, no, that's my kid. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, poor kid. She yeah, okay, I'm Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she had not seen the child in 13 months, though she said she had only gave him to Walters for a two-day trip. She defended Walters, though either side of the story was sounding like a kidnapping. Julia, when given the chance, however, could not Julia. identify. Yes, Julia. Julia from Louisiana. From Louisiana. Julia and Julia. Yes, right. So, Julia, when given the chance, however, could not identify the boy as being Bruce from the five boys of the same approximate age presented to her. And neither did, did the boy... Did they put the kid in the lineup? Yarr. <laughs> that's right, that's what they do. I'm Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> she had to bathe five boys. <laughs> fucking I bet poor. the boys were happy about it. Yeah. Poor kid's been bathed and jerked off like fucking five different times. Totally abused, for fuck's sake. Continue. I was a sad time for this kid. But even after being pointedly asked, she failed to make a positive identification, admitting that she was unsure, as she has not seen him for as long as 13 months. The next day after being allowed to... Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> the oh, next day... Oh, man, oh. After being allowed to undress him, Julia was more positive... <laughs> This poor child. Oh, yeah. Had to undress him. She was more positive that the boy was indeed her missing son, Bruce. Julia's failure to identify the boy for the first time, her lack of initiative in trying to find... Steve, if you need to undress the children, then I should be present. Oh, I mean, it's ancient aliens. <laughs> I don't want to know anything about what you want there. God. Were you implying something about Chidress then? No. 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 Like yeah. no. 
Mr. Childress. So, uh, despite her lack of initiative in trying to find her son, despite his long absence, and that she had been given birth out of wedlock to as many as three children, which was not a sign of good character in those times, went against her. <laughs> and the judge held good character. That's right. Yeah, but it's better. Listen, okay Listen to Steve. Steve. It's okay just, character. Steve just can't handle. It's just not good you know, character. The the new the choice of a new generation. Pepsi. That could be it too, Steve. We'll talk after the show. Okay. Well, how you, so can't, well, how you can't accept independent women. No, no, women are mighty fine being independent on their own. I like that. It's no. good stuff. <clears throat> Feminists are gonna come down on you hard, Steve. Mm, those bitches. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. What the D fuck? D Richard picks on Jews and I say bitches and you guys get mad? I'm just yeah, saying, well, wow, okay. you picked you picked the wrong group. <laughs> well yeah, they, they can be Steve strong, um, strong willed. It was it was nice knowing you, buddy. Rightfully so. I mean they have how do I get Steve, out of that one, Steve? It was it was nice knowing you, man. I, uh, uh, you know, we were good friends once. It's too bad that uh, you know today's events have made us mortal enemies. It's too bad we hey, don't. I'm all for I Hey, listen, I I have nothing against women <laughs> being independent. Wow, well, well, no, whoa, Steve. It was a joke. Oh, oh. An independent woman would, would you, understand that. What'd you do? Uh, no, I don't think she would, Steve. <laughs> I bet you. I I think this is uh, I think this is a problem for you, buddy. Bobby Dunbar. I, I think this is your me too mo me Bobby, too moment. Bobby yeah, yeah. So I can't run for political office now. Is that what no. you're saying? I think we should uh, have a hearing right now on the show. <laughs> I don't want to be confirmed. <laughs> so. You know, I don't know who we get to preside as judge. Bobby Dunbar. I is he still living? I don't know. I don't know what to do. We could just end the show. Could uh, I could well, that bombshell? <laughs> yeah, Steve. What, what what are you attacking a whole group of people for like that, Steve? <laughs> Because neither one of you have ever done that, I'm Steve. It's, sure. it's upsetting, Steve. I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I really go back to the topic of the show, Steve. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be a <laughs> double. I, I promise to to behave. Uh, wow. <laughs> I've just lost all hope. I don't like what you've done here. I don't either. I've reformed so, uh, oh, in the last two minutes. So, in, in, so uh, yeah, so <laughs> without the resources to engage in a protracted legal battle for custody, Julia Anderson went back to North Carolina, for, though she returned from the trial. Why does everything got to end in an R? Because it's a pirate voice. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Chris hey, is hey, 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 here's a joke for you, Steve. What's mm. a pirate's favorite letter? R. I. You think that, but they always prefer the C. Yeah. 
Oh, that amuses me. Uh, does it? <laughs> does it amuse so without, you? so without the resources to engage in a protracted. So without legal further problem. ado, I, yes, I am looking for a new producer. Uh, Richard has uh, destroyed the show for the last time. You derailed us. Steve right. derailed us with a blatant attack on women. But it's more no! There's no attack. Steve, you did, Steve, Steve you, you did make a blatant attack on feminist women, Steve. Just the just the mean ones. Steve, whoa. The what mean ones. Say? There's what mean whoa. ones. Whoa. What are you trying to say, Steve? I'm saying that some feminists can be mean and some can be very nice yeah there's nothing wrong with that you sure that's no i hope you get all kinds of hate mail i don't know yeah that's what's going to cause me to get hate mail i know you won't because there aren't enough people that listen to the show (laughs) and not a single feminist i'm sure bobby dunbar I so without the resources to engage in a protracted legal battle for custody, Julia Anderson went back to North Carolina. Though she returned to the trial of Walters, she tried to convince the court once again that the boy was indeed her son. Even though Julia Anderson claimed to have entrusted the boy to Walters only for a couple of days for a trip to meet some relative of Walters and not for an extended period, she continually defended Walters. Walters also received a lot of support from the residents of Palupaville, where he and the boy had spent a considerable time, despite many people coming forward to testify that the boy had been seen with Walters even before Bobby Dunbar went missing. Walters was convicted and hanged for kidnapping. Bobby Dunbar. So, so, wouldn't it have been easy to just go and say, to, like... Wherever this Julia is from, Julia, say, hey, North Carolina, did you have a kid, yeah. Oh, okay, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, why didn't they do that, or did they? Somebody had to have seen her with the child prior to Bobby Dunbar's disappearance, or not. It's Bobby Dunbar, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the, I, I'm just going by the story. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. (coughs) So the boy was taken home by the Dunbars as their son, Bobby, and grew up as Bobby Dunbar, acclimatizing well, playing with his brother, and even showing signs of recollecting things at his home. The process of adjusting well made the Dunbars even more confident that their identification had been right. Your identification? Yeah, yeah, you know what? Your moose, okay? Fuck your moose. I don't have a moose. They live in the state. So you can fuck it. But I don't have a moose, Richard. (sighs) Uh, Right. Listen, use your words. The Englishman who claims so that the, the guys created the language. Well made the Dunbars even more confident that their identification had been right and that the child was indeed. Good Bobby. job that time. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I really <laughs> needed that. You're, you're welcome. I'm, you I'm here for you. It's a, a little pat on the back for you. Cheers. 
we'll so play eventually... we'll play we'll play some catch in the yard after the show, okay? <laughs> really? That'll that'll be the icing on the cake right there. That'll be like yeah. what makes it all worth it. That's so right. eventually Bobby Richard, became an Richard, adult. You don't need you don't need to tell me, I know. It's okay, buddy. I brought your glove. <laughs> so eventually Bobby became an Or do we call that a sheath too? <laughs> no, we just call prophylactic sheaths. Oh, well, okay. Do not say that in America at all. And she's I wanted to be I wanted to be sure. I wanted to know, you know, where the line was. <clears throat> Carry on. Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. We'll have a catch. Don't worry. So eventually, Bobby became an adult, married, and had four children before he passed on in 1966. His family members maintained that while he had been told of the traumatic childhood events, he always upheld that he believed he knew his identifier. I, oh, fucking cunt. <laughs> he always upheld that he believed he knew his identity and that he was Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> So now we flip forward 50 years into the early 2000s, or noughties, as they are known. Yeah? I. What do they call the 2010? That's what I want to know. The 10s? The mm. 2010s. The 2010s, I guess so. Yeah. So, in the early years of the 21st century, Margaret Dunbar Cutright, one of Bobby Dunbar's granddaughters, commenced her own investigation of the case, hoping to prove that her grandfather was beyond a doubt a Dunbar. Dunbar. Her research, oh, I, dramatic. We really need a thunderclap there. A Dunbar. <laughs> her research involving reading the Extensive media coverage. Oh, of the oh we need an explosion, but it's definitely not from. Is this where you threaten his life? Yeah, that sounds be the case. <laughs> I'm not threatening anybody's life. Or wish him death. Is this where you wish him death? This I just, I think it's it's horrible. This whole thing. Well, it, yeah. Well, it was horrible, horrible for Bobby Dunbar. Horrible. It's horrible for our listeners, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Feel bad for them. I don't. They keep coming back. Feel bad this week. Nobody Why'd you feel bad, Chris? Feel bad. Why? Because they have to listen to to Phil Poling in the chair. Oh. Wait. Oh, when we talked about David Poling. Listen, he, I tried to make him leave. And I feel like I've been, you know, I've let the people down. Hmm. Let the people you know, down. some say he can beat an octopus in an arm wrestling competition. And his beard knows the secret. Some say that we wish that an octopus would attack your face and drag you under and make sure you die. There it is. Well, I know for sure. Is that Find I call him power breakdown. That's all I know. Oh, I know. Death wish. I love it. I mean, I yeah, know. No, he, he brings it around. Yeah. Just a octopus killing me. Yeah. So, how many yeah. different ways has he wished death on you? It's pretty. It's been. I lost count at about it's, ninety. It's, it's been a lot. 
Yeah. I did it once and I got blasted. Steve, you, you didn't allow it was not for a good reason. You had to, you have to have a good reason. You got to wait until the time is right. Okay. <laughs> I'll learn I'll learn how to wish, wish death on uh, Richard. on Richard. Yes. Yeah. It's it's an art form. It really is. Well, I tried. I want to be, you know, you want to be like you want to be like Mike? I want to be I want to be like Mike. No. 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 Bonos. You might have taken it back a little too far. <laughs> I try. I try, man. I, you know, you can't. Oh, Jackson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you want to be like Mike? That's that's what eighties, nineties, nineties. Yeah. So, so her research involving reading the extensive media coverage of the disappearance and the identification, as well as her examination of the evidence and notes presented by Walter's attorney hey, Steve. in defense of his client. Yeah. I, can't, I couldn't make it through the whole show. I got to pee. All right. You just did prior to the show. I know, but I drank a lot of Mountain Dew, so I got well, we'll just keep on just, with That's Bobby right. Dunbar. You keep trekking. Bobby Dunbar. Let's go. Along with interviews of Julia Anderson's children, however, soon made her doubtful that a proper identification had been made. Huh. Subsequent to a report of the Associated Press. Uh, what the fuck is that word? Bobby Evincing. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a word. Interest in the story and approaching the family, Robert Dunbar Jr., Bobby's son, consented to have his DNA matched with that Fine. of Bobby's younger brother, Alonzo Dunbar's son. In a shocking revelation, it was established that the DNA of the two cousins did not match and they were not related at all. Son of a bitch. It was also proven that the boy was Bruce, Julia Anderson's son. Not Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. Not Bobby Dunbar. Oh, okay. Not Bobby Dunbar? Nope. It's so According the, to the sister, Where the sister found out that it wasn't him? That's what yeah. she found out. Holy hot damn, the plot thickens. You, you know, since you were away, the whole like story came together. So it's Did not it come Bobby to a Dunbar. Head? It, it's not Bobby Dunbar. It was actually Bruce's kid. When? Yeah. No, Anderson. Oh. oh. Damn so this guy got hanged, and he was telling the truth. Telling the truth. Oh. Fucking yeah. poor guy. They hung him. <laughs> According to <laughs> Margaret speaking in a public no, radio. That is what happens when you're talking a fucking pirate voice, Steve. So yeah. I've been telling people all along. Talking a pirate voice, people get hung. That's right. It's all Richard's fault. The ghost of Bobby Dunbar. The new facts of the case thrilled both the Andersons and the Walters families. The Andersons were happy that their claim had been vindicated, and the Walters family were elated that William could be exonerating of his kidnapping charge. Can be brought back to life, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have Dunbar, a walk on that one. <laughs> the Dunbar family, however, were clearly unhappy with Margaret for needlessly investigating the matter bringing it back into public attention and basically making them look like a bunch of kidnapping dickheads. Well, that's what they were. 
Even more than a century after Bobby Dunbar's disappearance, nobody knows what happened to him, even though that there were quite a few theories ranging from alligators. Yeah, eating him to his parents being responsible or for some horrible offense or a kidnapper who was never traced. Bobby Dunbar. A Bobby mystery Dunbar. to this day. Is it? Yes. Is it really a mystery? Yes. He just didn't blow up the right alligator. <laughs> they didn't blow up the right alligator. Should have got them all. Should have got them all. It, I mean, an innocent man wouldn't have died. Some dude, some dude who wasn't Bobby Dunbar wouldn't have been Bobby Dunbar. <coughs> he could have laid the kid to rest. That's right. They made that kid Bobby Dunbar. Yeah, needlessly. That's right. You talk about this fucking identity, you know, sexual identity bullshit. They made this kid another kid. They Dunbarred him. I yeah. have to admit, you know, that probably in that position where you've lost a child, you'd do anything to make it so you hadn't lost that child. You so, steal another child that kind of looks like Bobby Dunbar. She probably convinced it. herself. She probably convinced herself it was her son. But it wasn't. I, it was if I were in that position... <laughs> <laughs> if I were in that position... See, I was paying attention, Steve. Yes, I see that. Yeah. If I was in that position and my son was lost or my daughter or whatever, I don't think I'd want a replacement kid. I'd want my kid. Yeah, but like, if he looked enough like Bobby, you'd convince yourself it was your son. Steve, so then we'll just make a Disney movie about it. it. We'll call it Replacement Kid. Yeah, that would be a good movie. Yeah. Starring Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> As or little Bobby kid. That's As why you, ha you have to get little Bobby Dunbar because big dog Bobby Dunbar doesn't, you know, doesn't work. He's not a very good actor. So that's, it, it doesn't come off as cute. No. <coughs> you need little. And that's Bobby what you're looking for. You're looking for like that little Webster looking, you know. Uh, I, Webster was cute, but you know, you know. Little cute kid, cute kid sort of way, I guess. That's right. Yeah, that's what you got to go for, Steve. Gary Coleman wasn't, you know, wasn't a cute, cute kid. No, no, he was an adult. He was like smoking cigarettes off screen. <laughs> Pretty much, like... I think. So was Emmanuel Lewis, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were both, you know, not children. Well, they were uh, in the beginning. Herbie Villachez, eighties. The plane, boss. The plane. Oh, wow! That brings back some memories. Does it? Ricardo Montalban. Smiles, smiles, tattoo. I used to do a good. What was his name? <laughs> I used to do a good impersonation of that guy, but yeah. I can't do it anymore. No, I'm okay. no, you know, Richard Allen, master of voice. Master of the sea. Can you do what it, are Richard? Talking about? Can you say the plane? The plane. The plane, the plane. Oh man, that's impeccable. Oh wow. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Give me talk a Fantasy thing. Island? I'm talking about you no, I don't know what that is. He doesn't you know. Don't, oh, YouTube it, man. He doesn't know, Steve. It's out of his wheelhouse. I thought friend. it was universal though. No. Like the soldier? 
Well, no, I, I said just... smeghead to you. Would you know what that meant? Um, no, I didn't think so. No. So, not all things are universal. Okay. The plain bass. <laughs> See, they lived on this island, and they were tour guides. <laughs> no, no, yes, keep explaining, Steve. <laughs> Please. No, please, the, Steve. No, no, yes, please, Steve. The, the little fella uh, would always, you know, announce when the plane came in, and you say, the plane, the plane, boss. That kind of thing. And now and I his name was fit my own throat. <laughs> it was good stuff. It was, it was one of my favorite shows. Aside from Love Boat, of course. The Love Boat. Oh, I was hoping you'd sing the whole thing. No, no, that's as far as I go. I know when to tap out, Steve. I give it, you know. Gavin McLeod, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. That's as far as I go. You know, a lot of famous people. I never was a Love Bow fan, but I always caught the opening of it. The (laughs) Love Bow. I was a child of the 80s, so I kind of had to be a fan because it's you only had, what, three choices. I like to meet some Columbo. So, no, Columbo was good, yeah. Columbo. Some rock just files. one last thing. Well, yeah, but that's 70s. Oh, there's more. Oh, yeah, just one last thing. Columbo. Yeah. There's, there's just one thing that's been bothering me. I love how we always solve the case that way. Well, yeah. Stuff. I watched every episode it's of It's much better than the dross we get these days. With he actually, order he actually scratched his eye <laughs> as he did it. Mm. You just thought oh, his eye was yeah. fucked up? He's just fucked I just don't understand. Could you, could you help me by explaining it to me? Come on, Steve. Fuck off. No. (laughs) You can't do Columbo and a pirate at the same time. Jesus Just one last thing. No, it doesn't work. One thing be bothering me. Yeah, walk the fucking plank. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I did enjoy, you know, the fact that he wore that overcoat all the time. No matter what the weather. It was something else. In fact, I bought his overcoat. Yeah, that's because Steve likes to expose himself to people. No. <laughs> Not even. Steve likes that, you know. Woo! Free and easy access. That's right. <laughs> Steve likes to go naked under a big overcoat. Bobby Dunbar. It's just his way. It's just, it's, it's just his way, Richard. I'm not talking out of turn. It's not my way. It's your way, Steve. You can't help it. Steve, I really wish that you would stop denying yourself yourself. You know how many things I've been accused of on this show? Steve. It's just like being... As many as I... Listen, as many as I've accused you of, I at least have hit the mark three times. Never. At least. All we've ever accused you of is being under the thumb of your woman and liking cock. And I'm pretty sure we're right on both counts. No. 
How could that? That there's no. You can't have one with the other. It doesn't work that way. In wow. this case, somehow wow. you make it work. No. You don't think there's bisexuals in the world, Steve? Not in this house. How do you mean? Sexuality. Know? Is oh, fluid. Uh, take that back. I am not a bisexual. Whoa. <laughs> All right, Steve. I'm not saying one couldn't exist, but I you're am just, not one. You're just not one of those. No. Are you against those types of people, Steve? No, not that there's anything wrong with it. Okay. All right. Just making sure, you know, because earlier on, feminists. Whew. Only the mean ones. If the, any of them were listening, Steve, I'm sorry for you and your family. So you're you're the one who's demeaning women here, not me. Who said I was demeaning women? You're saying you're saying they're evil and vindictive <laughs> and things like that because and they'll send me hate mail. I'm saying no, nah, they're, they're most of them are nice. Nice. There's people. a bit of a difference between Chris saying you're going to get hate mail and you declaring loudly that all women be bitches. <laughs> it's not yeah. what I declared yeah. at all. Yeah, Steve. No, no, <laughs> no, no. That's pretty much what you did, son. That's what you're doing. I didn't. I did no such thing. And never would. By bringing it up several times, you're making it worse. On you. No. I ain't making it worse on me. I love women. Yeah. Feminists or otherwise. Okay. Except the mean ones. I think he doth protest a little too much, but you know. You know, whatever. I think if, if we were going to get hate mail from this show, that would have happened a long time ago. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. I just want to make sure, Steve. You doing all right these days? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing all right. Okay. Yeah. No hate mail yet. No hate mail? Not a single, not a single word. Well, it's coming. They all love me. You'll be all right, Steve. I think you're going to make it. Yeah, I think I'll be all right. I can, this too shall pass. I think you're going to survive it, Steve. I think the lack of listeners is going to help you out. <laughs> I think it'll gonna, help me out I think immensely. I think that's going to be a strong point for you in this suit. We'll see how good... You know, if I ever run for political office, we'll see how good the FBI investigators really are. I really wouldn't do that, Steve. Yeah, I have no I mean, desire. I mean, if you're... Uh... If you think that Kavanaugh is getting a bad rap at the moment, you'd, uh, it's nothing compared to the hearing you would have to sit through. It'd be kind of fun, though. Seeing the shit they could come up with. Oh. Yeah. Whether, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything. I didn't watch any of those hearings, but uh, I don't know who's right and who's wrong. But it's it's fun fun to uh, imagine what they would come up with. So it was picture pages, Steve, and look at what happened with that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Is that like reading Rainbow? LeVar Burton was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was he was yeah, amazing. Bill, well still Yeah, is. Steve Bill Cosby yeah. Bill Cosby's in jail. Steve. Well yeah, I know. Yeah. Picture pages, Steve. I still don't know what picture. Oh, let me look it up. Picture pages, Steve. Picture pages, picture pages. 
I've heard of it. I just don't pages. know what it is. Time to get your crayons and your pencils, Steve. Picture pages. Oh, that is Bill Cosby. Oh, shit. Yeah, Steve. With fucking Mortimer. The fucking pen. Hmm. Steve. The pen was named Mortimer? Fucking Mortimer. Picture pages. You could send away from Mortimer pen. Huh. Yeah. I bet you that's worth some money now. Look at how that ended, Steve. Well, yeah, it's... With a blind man in prison. He raped a bunch of people, Steve. Yeah. What does this have to do with anything? I brought up LeVar Burton, not Bill Cosby. J-E-L-L-O. Steve. <coughs> he also hated women. Huh. LeVar Burton? Maybe or Bill Cosby. I don't know. No, LeVar is a good, good dude. Yeah. I mean, Jordy LaForge. Come on. He wore a hair scrunchie in front of his face. I know. Wasn't that, that was sweet. It's, it's, it's all good. But it helped him see. Helped him see. Perfect. I don't know how. Steve, because that's like 21st century technology. It definitely like, didn't help him see. 23rd century technology. Excuse me. <clears throat> they painted it gold. Don't you think that by the 23rd century, they'd have been able to figure out a way to fix blindness without putting a hair scrunchie in front of your face? Yes. I also think that they would have fixed dentures, and that's why Leonard Nimoy takes me out of the uh, new uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Boots. As he's talking. You know, Leonard Nimoy and I share a birthday. Well, he doesn't anymore, but. Well, you still share it with him. Oh, yeah, but he's dead. He is past, Steve. Yes, he's gone. He's uh, he's no longer with us, Steve. Mm. Died live, of... Uh, live long and prosper, Steve. Lung cancer, I believe. Something like that. Fucking Leonard Nimoy. What do you want? Yeah. He fucking went into the goddamn, you know, the reactor. Mm. Guy was a legend. They'll probably fix death by that time, too. I mean, it's a few hundred that's how I, that's how, yeah. Steve, that's how I see yours and my relationship ending. You know? One of us is going oh, in. Old there. Mrs. Clogson pops your you, clogs again. You Take go, two and you'll you be go into the freaking, uh, nuclear reactor. You know? Yeah. Save everybody. Death. You know? And you come back out. Are they going to shoot me into the sun? You put that your hand cool. up on the glass and you're like... I have always been and shall always be your co-host. <laughs> I just want to be shot into the sun. I think that would be cool. He didn't get shot into the sun. He gets shot into a fucking planet. Whatever. Where, where he came back and he had to go through puberty again. Weren't they supposed to shoot him into the sun? Or did I miss yeah, something? Yeah, the Genesis device pulled him the off. Genesis the device. This Star Trek. I can never forgive them for the death of my son. You uh, you go back over to Star Wars Town with the rest of the losers. Let me and Steve talk Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek is m more better. It is. Excuse me. What? Who the fuck brought up Star Trek? I did. I think. Not wrong. I, I, Not did. wrong. Well, I mentioned Jordy Dor LaForge first. He did. I did. 
Because I was talking about fucking me and Steve having the scene from the end of the Wrath of Khan. That was after I brought up Jordy LaForge. And then you mentioned hair scrunchies. And then I said, huh, they should have fixed that by now. Then you started talking about the Wrath of Khan. Hmm. I think you got lost. Uh, I was paying attention. So that's all there is to it. I was paying attention. I can't do it, Steve. I can't do this with you anymore. All right. I quit. I quit too, Steve. After the news. Let's just quit. We have news? We have news. Oh. Is that, we, is that the year? We have news. News, news, news. Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve. Steve, Steve. Steve. With no. the news. I am seriously going to replace him. <laughs> I'm getting to that point. Like, fuck Who else is as diverse as Richard? I can't, I can't deal with a fake-ass produced, non-produced uh, news bumper. But I like the news bumper. <clears throat> no. No one likes the news bumper, Steve. We'll ask the fan. No, we will not <laughs> ask. <laughs> we already know what the fans think. They don't. That's the problem. The fans consist of 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 yeah. I'm gonna leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> got a ghost? Oh, by the way, this is from the DailyStar.co.uk. If you got a ghost, there's an app for that. There is. Ghost, yes, ghosts can chat to us on a smartphone app. Says a paranormal researcher. What was that? Kim Johnson, a paranormal uh, investigator from Alabama, <laughs> said Alabama <laughs> said modern ghost busting Alabama uh, slammer can help pinpoint uh, hauntings. The ghost right fanatic. In the back of her jamma jamma. The <laughs> ghost fanatic said she got into spirits in Bobby Dunbar after she moved into it. See, you just gotta let it go. And moved into no, a haunted house. No, I will Kim not. described herself as a pretty logical and skeptical, but believes uh, there's something to the experience she's that you logical and skeptical. No, yeah, but whatever. she'd like to be touched in her special place. There's some sometimes things you have spirit that you have no explanation. Beautiful, wonderful. She said, "The first thing we do if someone thinks they're having a paranormal or Come having to the overlooked hotel." And get touched in a special place. The first thing they do is use an EMF or electronic magnetic field meter. I de it determines if there's an electrical issue in the house. If you don't have an EMF meter to detect these different electromagnetic waves, then there are apps that have it built in. There's an app One for that? Yeah. One of those apps is made by Laxton Ghosts. What, do you, what does it do, Steve? Genius. Uh, it has several tools. It's one uh, one useful. It's useful because it has a. It's built by genuine researchers. Does it tell you not where those the who are just genuine, genuine, genuine ghost researchers? Yes. Not just those who are, ghosts are. Yes, not just those trying to have fun or make an app that's kind of a joke. Uh, not genuine. ones just trying to have fun. For the record, I rate ghost researchers slightly below Bigfoot researchers. Mm. Boy, that's low. That's fucking low. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's 
She added that high EMF ra uh, ratings are linked to hallucinations and paranoia. So the first thing to do is rule out the paranormal by ruling it in with the app. <laughs> Rookie, I, I made that part up. Rookie paranormal investigators can now also call upon the aid of a teddy bear with an EMF meter built in. You want to know what the name of the bear is, Chris? Do you want to know? I want to know. Okay. Boo Buddy. Fucking brilliant. Mm. Boo Buddy it's, Bear. It's the story that just keeps on giving. Boo mm. Buddy Bear. Bobby Dunbar. Boo Buddy Bear. Mm. Uh, comes yeah, we should get the app. Uh, <laughs> contact Bobby Dunbar and find out what the hell happened to him. That's right. Can we do yeah. that with the app? Why not? We'll find out. Boo Buddy Let's Bear comes dressed as an uncanny in, a, in an uncanny boiler suit and glows red if it detects electric fields. <laughs> Kim said, "We're standing out in the middle of the woods of this mining village, and the bear's belly starts glowing red. We ruled out that there was anything electrical around to cause it to do that." Wow. One of the people with us said that she felt like it was a little girl holding her hand. Boo Buddy Bear. Oh, there's also a spirit box. Uh, oh, apps. I fucking hate it. There's apps the now. Stupidest fucking thing ever created. There are spirit box apps now, <coughs> which play white noise. What which ghosts can use to communicate in real time? Why don't they just record them fucking talking on a thing and play that? It's all the same thing. You mean like, uh, like a uh, oh, what do they call those? Uh, that thing, yes. But what if you turn it on and all you hear is, ah, oh, <laughs> ah. Oh, it made an appearance. I love you it. brought it back. <laughs> oh, there's also an app for aliens. No, that's, well, there probably is. Uh, this is from the popsci.com website. In the hunt for aliens, satellites may light the way. Ooh. The Earth is expanding satellite by satellite. Every rocket launch carrying a piece of the planet's crust into orbit. Uh, should this incidental geoengineering venture continue, it will reshape the planet's profile as seen across even interstellar distances, giving our smooth sphere a noticeable bulge. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried not to I wasn't going to say anything, but you, you were going <laughs> to go there. child. <laughs> I am. You're a fucking child. You can't do it. If we're puffing up our planet, other solar <laughs> fucking it's one big D's nuts jokes with you. Uh, <clears throat> other other uh, civilizations should be doing the same to theirs, producing a ring of satellites <laughs> that we might be able to spot with a telescope we have today. That's according to Hector Hector Socas Navarro, an astrophysicist with the Institutio. De Astrophysia de Carinias in Spain. I think I get that all right. That was a mouthful, but I think you got it. I think so. Yeah, mouthful of D's nuts. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and the 14-inch uh, hog that goes with them. Oh, anyway, this guy thinks that because we do things like put satellites into orbit, that other civilizations may do the same thing and we'll be able to see them from our planet through a powerful telescope. Makes sense. Yeah. I'd buy that. That's actually pretty sensible. Completely. It's, makes it's sense. more sensible than most of uh, the other things I've heard. 
Absolutely makes sense. It all makes sense. Well, that's a really long story. I'm not going to read any more of it. That's Because that's the gist of it anyway. I'm glad that you're not going to read any more of that story. Oh, how do I stop that? Last one. The A-lister of the news. Oh, no. You gave me two more, Richard. What? What? Yes. Richard, I'm being an overachiever. And, oh, here's a good one. Because I can say it the way Richard did. For the love of Christ. Louisiana oh, man. Louisiana man? <laughs> Louisiana man. Claims ghost planted Matt. Alabama man. After a phantom axe attack. I might just leave it at this one. I don't know. Respo <laughs> responding to a reported axe attack, police said they arrived and found Michael Ottenberry, a Louisiana man, at the front Louisiana door of his home, man. cursing at people who were obviously not there. Uh, when they're the focus of spooky stories, they usually fall under two categories. malevolent or moonificent, monificent, whatever that word is. Yeah. But have you ever uh, heard the one about the amped up specter that frames unsuspecting citizens in Louisiana? It's quite a story. man. Louisiana. A man from West Monroe <laughs> called police on Wednesday claiming to have recently been stabbed in the hand with an axe. You don't stab. You chop with an axe. According to KNO. That's why he didn't do much damage. Yeah. But when deputies with the police or the sheriff's office arrived, they said they found the caller, Michael L. Ottenberry, at his home's front door cursing at people who were obviously not there. Uh, there was no evidence that uh, Ottenberry had sustained any injuries to his hand, police said. And then they concluded that he was definitely not hit with any kind of axe. Mm. Uh, and irate and uncooperative Ottenberry, meanwhile, had to be placed in handcuffs for officer safety. He went on to claim that there were intruders inside of his home. Upon searching the room, no persons were located. However, in plain view, on a nightstand, there was an open brown paper containing these nuts. <laughs> bad, there you go. Approximately one gram of suspected meth, the report That's said. That's what I'd do if I was a ghost. I'd plant drugs on people. Uh, they also found a pill bottle with seemingly another gram of meth in it. Uh, Michael do a line of crack, Steve. Let's go. said or stated that ghosts or intruders, one or the other, placed the methamphetamine on him. Then stated they were currently climbing out the window near Richard. That's how Steve and I are starting the fucking VW bus trip. Fucking big old line of crank. No, <laughs> I, I, I think no. I think that's how we need. You know, just once. You know, I don't think we need to ever do it again. But I think you got to start out the bus trip with one big, big line of crank, Steve. I don't think it's I can do another story after that. I think that was the the story of the week right there. What's, but, what's, that, what's that, Richard? With a bowl of meth. That's how you start in a No, 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 no. I wouldn't make a crack. I wouldn't make it. No. Marijuana or any of that. Nothing. Big old maybe, line of meth. Maybe Big old you can have some marijuana. I'll allow Steve, that. Steve, I'm talking, you know. No Coke. Big old rail right on the dashboard of that VW bus. Me and you. There is no dashboard. We're looking out, we're looking out of the dashboard. Oh, it's oh, flat. Well, we make a dashboard. I don't know what we do, Steve, but we have a spot. Well, some of them might have been looking out, out of the window through the glass, and you do your big old fucking line of crank. None of that's going to happen. I see your eyes get bug eyed 
wide. Can you snow up meth? What's that? Can you snow up meth? Sure, why not? <laughs> why? I'm, sure. I'm sure you could. I didn't know that. <coughs> well, give it a shot, Richard, and let us know how it works. Yeah, yeah come on. And, uh, you know, I mean, th that's how we start. You know, we just start, uh, you know, babbling in each other's ears and driving across the country. Blaming it all on ghosts. And blaming it on ghosts, because that's where the meth came from, Steve. Well, obviously. Anyway, so that is the news, fellas. I'm not going to read the last story. We'll save it for next week. There goes Steve with the news. There goes Richard as the producer. It's not really, <laughs> it's not really a you know paranormal story. It's yeah. a lost civilization story. So, oh, I like me some lost civilization stories. Well, I'll Steve. save it for next week. Just okay. remind me. All right, Steve. Although it'll be a week old. That's okay. But it's a lost civilization story. Steve, you've eaten, really you've eaten a day old donut before, right, Steve? Yeah. It's, it's no, no big deal. Two or three days old, even. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you, my friend. All right. Well, what did you think of the show this week, Steve? I think that it was about the same as every other show we've ever done. Well, not every show, but recent shows. Well, I think it was pretty yeah. good. Bobby Dunbar! You, you like using Bobby, Bobby Dunbar? Carry on fucking interrupting me. I'm going to have a Dick, stroke. Dick, Dick Face thinks we should uh, talk about the zombie apocalypse next week. What do you think? Phil? Not Phil. <laughs> no. The other, Dick, the right. other Dick Face. <laughs> oh, Richard. Not me either. <laughs> uh, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I, I think we could do really well with the zombie. I don't care what Why? the topic is. We're going to do Bobby Dunbar every week now. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Zombie apocalypse. I think so. Yeah, I think it's all Seriously? right. Seriously? No. <laughs> all right. That's what I thought. I thought, you were, I thought you were no. I, I'm I trying do, to I be a diplomatic. No. Listen, you know, zombies, are, zombies are old, and here's why. Like, there's fucking too many shows. There's too many fucking movies right now. It's too much shit. I'm sick of it. I was talking yeah. about actual suspected zombie attacks. Oh, there oh are you, mean like, you mean like the alien invasions? <laughs> <laughs> yes, stories about zombies attacking you. I don't buy it. Oh, well, okay. We'll on the, maybe we'll put it on the back burner and come up, come up with something else. How's that? Prehistoric lost Indian civilizations, for example. I just think that just zombies fucking are... read that story. I think that zombies are just overplayed right now. That's my problem with it. I think we should do Bobby Dunbar again. Like okay. A whole another Bobby Dunbar show? <laughs> or somebody else with a catchy name like that. What about... Uh, I think this should be our making of a murderer. We should do a whole documentary on Bobby Dunbar, but make it out to be like the dude is actually Bobby Dunbar. Huh. What about the Axeman of New Orleans <laughs> staying in Louisiana? Louisiana. The Axe Man of New Orleans. The Axe Man of New Orleans. Never yeah. heard of it. I like these stories we've never heard of. You guys are getting a first it's more hand look into how we decide what we're going <laughs> to do for a show for mm. the next week. You got an entire city to play jazz. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. How about the Birdman of Alcatraz? How uh, about the Mothman? Mothman. We, I know we've done Mothman like a thousand times. Overplayed. No, might, listen. I might you cannot play the Mothman enough. I'm considering stopping in Point Pleasant on my way to Nashville, so we'll see. All right, Mothman it is then. What about the Mothman? Thought that's what you wanted to do next week. Mm. But what about it? I'll just cover all the Mothman appearances. We're going to talk about injured Cole. Injured Cole. Uh, I, I want to know the whole thing. I want to know hey, everything. Injured Cole. Chris, remember how you got up in the middle of the show to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right. Well, it's the end of the show. You can't hold it in for like two minutes. No, he can't. I've been, I've been holding it in for like 15. Listen, he's got bladder problems. I have bladder issues. I drank two cups of coffee during Steve, the show. Steve's dying. I am dying. I didn't want to tell anybody. But well, Steve's don't, dying. You weren't supposed to, but oh, whatever. Sorry, Steve. Steve's not dying. No. Not at all. Steve's, Steve's not dying. Live Everything's, forever. Everything's okay. And uh shut the fuck up, Phil. I will talk about what I want to talk about. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. We could uh we could talk about how Iron Man got sued for fraud. Yeah, where'd that go? You guys carry on. I'm going to go pee. Go pee. We told you to go pee. And how is that? Because he smoked a little weed? Iron Man can smoke weed, dude. He didn't. Yeah, but Iron Man is getting sued for fraud, which just doesn't look good. Fraud about what? Being sued for fraud. Fraud about what? He is being sued. Um, he was. He said that he was going to take the Tesla uh, company private uh, to assure up the stocks, but uh, it turns out that he wasn't actually going to do it. Okay. So uh, the what, SEC what, is suing him for false and misleading tweets that he knew was reckless and not knowing that he was misleading investors. Uh, well, we'll, so, see what, we'll see what happens with just it. Just saying that Stark never got sued. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, well, Stark lived in <laughs> fantasy world in comic books, dickhead. I'm sure if Tony Stark lived in the actual world, he'd have been sued by the SEC. <sighs> in fucking prison. Yeah, exactly. He'd be in fucking prison. There you go. Alcohol is abuse and developing a, a weapon of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. And then unleashing Pretty sure most world. superheroes would be in prison. Yeah. Are we ready to end the show now? Oh, we're still live? Yeah. I could uh, talk oh, about Spider-Man. I was waiting for you, Steve. Well, thank you, because, you know, I am the talent. Steve is the talent. Huh. We ended it. Mm, yeah. Steve. We'll be back next week. Steve something. Bye.
Same slip time, same slip time. Shut the fuck up. See you this later. This has been the 40 and Slip, episode 45. Bobby Dunbar! Bobby Dunbar! Hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't, hit the little thumbs down button. Leave a comment, subscribe. Uh, check out, as always, uh, the now defunct, non-monetized uh, Pair Breakdown channel on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Pair Breakdown. Check out uh, Richard's comic strip. Bigfoot and with Keith and Colin on Facebook. As always, check out our Facebook like page. Uh, and uh, Bobby Dunbar. The 40 and slip, by the way. Um, check out Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Dunbar. And as always, check out our good friend Bobby Dread Dunbar. Fun and Bobby Dunbar. At dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. Be back mm-hmm. next week with a show, maybe about the Mothman, maybe about or Bobby Dunbar, or maybe That's just it. another Bobby Dunbar show. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like Groundhog Day. That would be really funny to do, but act like we you never did the show before. Could we do? Yeah, I like that. I think we should do that, but now we have to wait to do it. Yeah, because now we told everybody. We ne- we definitely we'll have to do it. On, this. We'll do it on Groundhog Day. We'll see if people catch on. That would be funny. Yeah, that would be funny. Anyway, we'll have to think of a show to do though. Uh, it would have to be like a time travel show. Mm. We'll yeah. just replay the show through the hangout. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's live, and we can interact in the chat and shit, so they oh, yeah. think we're live. And see how many people catch on. We're not live. This I actually a- like that. I like that <laughs> idea. We should do it some some, some night. What? <laughs> Did you do this? Uh, no, no, no. Anyway, and then just do it every week for like two years. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Each week, adding something new because we learned something. We're, shel- we're shelving this for now, Steve. Okay. All right. See you. <laughs>